0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nerd Like Me podcast. We are a day late and a dollar short this week. Um, at least a day late. I don't know when uh, this will actually be up, either today or tomorrow. So either one or two days late. Uh, apologize for that. But uh, Chris wasn't feeling so well er- earlier this week, um, and we didn't want to to basically make you listen to him sniff and sneeze and blow his nose for two hours. So we decided to hold off. Um, but that's all right. How you doing, Chris? You feeling better? I'm doing a lot better today. How Good. Are you doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, I can breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I can tell. Um, so we had some interesting, um, some ideas. You've been you've been keeping track of some things uh, that we talk about off off the air and uh, writing down some good ideas for us to talk about, which I appreciate. Um, and one of the ones that uh, really kind of I thought was awesome because it's something that is is nerdy, but it's also I mean, it's, it's, I think most people would appreciate it.
1: Because everybody likes action movies. Oh yeah, not just nerds. I mean, I especially think, '80s action movies. I mean, if you right? Don't like They're quintessential. Right? There's something wrong with you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's
0: kind of funny though because it is such a generational thing too. Um, because I remember when Cassidy and I first started dating, and um, we we somehow got on the topic of Terminator, and she still she hasn't seen it. Man, that's. But I mean, that makes me sad. Yeah, but <laughs> but for her age, but I mean, it makes I, sense. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I
1: mean, I don't think that you know. Why would she have? Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of movies from the 70s that were probably pretty good that I never saw. You know? Yeah. I mean, the only ones I can think of that I did watch were Star Wars. Really. Yeah. I mean, realistically, <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, part
0: of the only reason that I saw some of this stuff was because my dad was a fan and he was, you know, a movie buff through the 80s. So I watched them, by, you know, with him. Yeah. Because they were like, these are the classics. we got to watch these kind yep. of things. So. Um, I can understand if you don't have somebody like that and you're know, definitely even younger than I am. I mean, I can see where that uh, you might miss that boat. But if you are of that generation you haven't seen these things, A,
1: I'm disappointed in you, and B, you've got some watching to do. So hopefully you listen to what we say. Yeah, surely you're getting bored watching Netflix because you run out of shit on Netflix to watch. And yeah. You, you need to find some classics. I mean, we, and we've got some good classics for you. We do. <laughs> so we wanted to talk
0: about our favorite 80s action movies, and then I think we'll probably... Um while we're on the topic just go ahead and talk about our favorite action movies in general um because it's hard to talk about one without the other I think. Yeah. Um so you you had already made up your mind you knew what was going on so I had to think about it a little bit cuz I I to be honest when I was looking at this I wasn't quite sure what was in the 80s and what wasn't yeah i had to look that up yeah it's kind of hard to like draw the line you know like you're like i know that's old but like when was that made right you know um so because a lot of the things some of the things i was looking at were in the 90s Mm -hmm. you
1: know
0: well it's early 90s stuff but um still
1: that can can be a subject for another day
0: maybe yeah (laughs) i think i think the more appropriate one for 90s would be like your favorite 90s like tv show or cartoon Oh yeah, there were some fantastic. That that was the, the era, I think, Disney in the '90s shows. was yeah. probably like the peak for that kind of stuff. Um, and I, I mean, I knew I grew up right in that, and I'm sure you probably grew up on the tail end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but still, that that will be another good topic. So tell us, Chris, what what's what has made the cut for your
1: top '80s action movie? So it was a hard choice between two amazing classics, both Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, So the first one that I thought of was Terminator, and I love Terminator, but that's not my pick. My pick is Predator. Okay. Um, That movie just had so much right about it that they keep making terrible movies about it just because the first one was so good <laughs> and, yeah yeah and they, they've tried well, and, to recreate and, that so many times and they've failed but the first one is just an amazing movie and, and so why why do you
0: think that the the sequels fail because they've got the IP, right? The IP is successful. We
1: know that that formula, on some level, works. Yeah, people love the the predator itself. I think that they just try to humanize it too much. Like they keep bringing them in. the The best ones are always the ones the, the best like predator a movies were. He's a monster, he's like this looming threat, and there's not a bunch of humans, um, they're not in a city. Like, the second one was terrible, because the whole city thing, it just, you know, there were these campy moments in it, where, you know, he busts through, a, sense. through a, a wall, and like, somebody's like, taking a shit on, you know, in, in the bathroom, and I'm like, you know, we don't. Come on. Yeah. Like, that's just not, that's just not Predator to me. And then the, the Alien versus Predator movies, like, they are just... They just weren't what people wanted from Predator. The whole thing about Predator is kind of like Jaws. You know, Jaws is always this looming threat. And I guess that's that's another big part of why the first one is so successful is because for the first hour or two of the movie, or hour, hour and a half of the movie, you have no idea what this thing is. Yeah, you don't know what's going on, You kind on, of right? see some, like... You know, some distortion, you know, it just, just kind of running through you occasionally hear this crazy music with this thermal uh, vision on everybody and this distorted sounds that people are making. Right. And you know that there's obviously something hunting these people, which is actually um, a little bit of... Uh, um, information about the movie is it was originally called hunter a and pred- then, they 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 made a good decision there yeah <laughs> so it was originally called hunter and then it was called the predator which is the new movie that's coming out is called the predator and then they dropped it down to just predator which i think was the right choice yeah no I, I would agree with the that. best out of all of those um but you've got this you've got this thing that you you don't really get to see you have no idea what the heck this thing is but it's obviously an ominous threat. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's ripping people's skulls out of their bodies. Right. Um. You know, hanging hanging people from their feet. And, and, and soldiers, too. Not soldiers, just, yeah. Not, not just, just normal people, right. right? I mean, you're talking about elite soldiers that are falling victim to this. Thing. And that's actually kind of one of the interesting things about it is he's got morals. He doesn't kill people that are not a threat. Okay. Um, I don't know if if you recall in the movie, but there's the girl that they save. And at one point in the movie, Arnold tells her not to pick up a weapon. Because he's only hunting people with weapons. Ah, okay. So yeah, so he's got this. He's got this morality to him that he's not just out there killing people. He's hunting people that might be able to fight back against him. And so might he's fi- being the operative right. word there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know he finds this group of special forces that are that are out in the jungle doing stuff that they're really not supposed to be doing. um And you kind of figure that out when they all show up in plain clothes off the off the helicopter. Yeah. Um, you know to meet. Up with the CIA, and uh, you know they're on this you know covert mission that they don't even really know about. Um, (laughs) So yeah, Predator. I mean he's he he's got he's got a lot going on. You don't know what he looks like until almost the end of the movie, and uh, you know the movie does a lot to bring you into the movie, like. When I watch that movie, I don't know if you've ever been to somewhere that's just ridiculously hot. I guess you can talk about the Renfair was ridiculously yeah. hot. But in that movie, like it it makes you feel like you're sweating a jungle. while you're going yeah. through this jungle. And I and I guess, you know, part of it's probably because these guys are sweating the whole movie and you know, there's these mists that kinda go by every once in a while. But you're just you're just hot. And, bothered, and you're just like, man, like, I don't know if I can make it through this movie because I'm like sitting here <laughs> sweating while I'm watching this movie. Um, you know, you got, again, you got this special forces team that, uh, you know, they're some of the most badass guys that the, the U.S. Army has to offer. I mean, you got this guy with a, a freaking minigun, which if you guys don't yeah. know what it is, it's the, the machine gun that they, they use at the, you know, in the middle of the movie that's got like five or six barrels on it. Rotate, and, I mean, it's yeah. just... It's just lighting up, you know, everything in front of them. I mean, it can fire, like, I don't know, some ridiculous number, like 2,000 rounds a, a, a minute or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly I mean, it's like 2,000 rounds a second would yeah, be a little aggressive. Yeah, though. I think that's... Yeah, I'm thinking, like, paint or... Uh, what is it? The uh, Airsoft. Those no, are shoot, only, like, some ridiculous like, number of things. Like 100, maybe. <laughs> um, the other thing is the camera angles. Like, in that movie, they're always... The camera angles are always, in a way... Where it feels like you're there, like it's not constantly making all these cuts, except for there's one there's one scene in the movie that that screws all of this up, but for most of the movie, when you see stuff going on, you're focusing on different people that are currently on the screen or the or the whole cameras moving across the screen to the next guy. It's not just these choppy action cuts, which that scene where they're fighting um the gorillas in the uh, in the jungle, the Mm -hmm. um, I guess they're I don't know, some kind of cocaine plant or something like that. Um, That scene completely defies that. And it's because it was a different director at that. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, the original director who was who was actually one of the characters in the show He's the skinny guy with glasses. I can't remember the character's name in the show, but he's actually the director of the whole thing. And he's actually the director of uh, Die Hard. Okay. Um, but he wasn't he didn't film that part and I don't remember why. Um but there's all these like choppy action moments where, you know, you just you just see somebody pull the trigger and then there's an explosion over here and, you know, again you know, you see somebody pull the trigger and, you know, this thing over here explodes and, you know, there's just random gunshots going around and people just falling over. Like I mean that's a typical eighties action movie. Right. But you know but if you really think about it for the rest of the movie you don't have all of that. The rest of the movie, when you see somebody shooting, the, the camera will pan so that you now see from that person's objective to the thing that they're shooting at. You see that there's this direct line um, right. instead of it, again, just chopping. OK, well, now this is what we're shooting. at. He, he shot. Now. Yeah, right. Now here's what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie also had yeah, one of the that co-
0: probably does a good job of giving you the sense of we don't even know what we're shooting at. Right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we're just we think it's over there
1: yeah and that's actually that was exact that brings us back into the the next point I was gonna make is one of the coolest action movie scenes in all of action movies in my opinion is where they just unleash on the jungle for like two minutes they're <laughs> just sitting there just shooting everything in the jungle because th- these guys that have been in control their whole lives they've been the alpha males they've been at the top of their class they're just being picked apart by this thing in the jungle and they're i mean they're they're terrified you know they don't know what the heck is going on they don't know what they're fighting out there so they're they just figure Let's that they're gonna take they're gonna they're gonna take a corner of the jungle and just light the whole thing up You know, so I think, I think that scene is really cool. Um, it's cool that you, now that you, when you frame it like that, I think a lot of people probably see that scene
0: as gratuitous. Like, why are these guys just shooting into nothing? Yeah. But I think when you look at it from that perspective, like you said, these are the best of the best soldiers. They've never not known what they're shooting at or where their target is or, you know, they've never felt like they're going to lose. Right. And now
1: all of a sudden they're like, they've got Arnold Schwarzenegger leading them. I mean, right. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than that Yeah. Um. You know, and uh, you know, one of the last things I want to bring up about the movie is it's got some of the best quotes. It does of, of any action movie, right? It uh, does. Did you, do you want to? Yeah, wanna play I, some I, of I those. Can. Yeah. Well, there. We go. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, <laughs> just like
0: me. <laughs> yeah, this on your. Governor Jesse plan.
1: Ventura, right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Stick around. Arnold has just <laughs> impaled a guy to a tree. Is what happened there?
1: You're hit, you're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the best part is the guy's oh, reaction yeah. to that.
0: <laughs> if you bleed, we can kill it.
1: That's probably my favorite one. Yeah, that's a good one, too. And then the last Run! one, no! this is a chopper! which is now 40 years later, a meme. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually in uh, Warhammer Online there's a character called a chapa oh well, and- of course <laughs> And it's this big orc with two... He's got two big choppas. And uh, one, of, one which, of... Which are swords. Right. And one of the things that he says, like, when he, he does this attack where he's, like, just flailing the swords around him like a helicopter. And he yells, get to the choppa!
0: Of course. <laughs> the, the orcs always have a little bit of humor in them. Um, and I mean, like, um, this is probably one of my favorite Predator quotes.
1: hostile environment like this. From a different
0: show. Oh, okay.
1: Remember to check your six. My six what? Is that, is that my gun? The old six-shooter? Oh, my God. A clock, Cyril. It means behind you, because the last thing you want is...
0: Lana, hold up a sec. <sighs> Archer, we don't have... Cyril? Yeah, that's why I said hold
1: up. Archer? Don't yell at me. I looked away for literally, literally one second. Well, where the hell did he go? I don't know. It's like he just... <laughs> mm, you're looking for Predator, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <sighs> couple things a he's invisible not totally he has a telltale shimmer ow and b
0: telltale shimmer (laughs) i love that scene um but yeah man i mean i think it's
1: obviously um been a cultural i mean it is hold on before we go on yeah did did that video not have the that last quote i thought you said Uh, that was the last one no there was there was one more i was saying my favorite quote is the last quote on that oh i thought that get to the chopper was the
0: last one i blew it guys my fault
1: he's pulling it back everybody knows we're not, not dead silent yeah we're not <laughs> <laughs> this one he has a oh. predator taking off his mask yeah there we go <laughs> so one of the other things about that movie is that it's got uh two future governors, governor Jesse Ventura and governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is it's pretty just kind of kind of funny <laughs> to pretty, even pretty think respectable. About. That's yeah. what that's
0: what it was. They're governors because of predator. Um but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Movies like that are obviously a big part of our culture. When they're spreading to other, you know, other TV shows and oh yeah, like I said, it's four, literally forty years later, and everyone knows. Get to the chapa. Yeah, I mean it's now a- people may now the younger generation may not know what movie that comes from.
1: Right. In fairness, I guarantee they're just like, oh, it's something Arnold said. Which is why you need to go back. You need to go back you need and watch, to watch it. these movies. Yeah. Especially Predator. Especially Predator. I mean, it's just like all these new Predator movies are garbage. The yeah, new they one don't that's compare. coming out is going to be garbage. The only one that I've liked Predators. Predators. And it's kind of, you know, again, kind of the same thing. They're back in the jungle. There's not, you know, there. There's not like little kids running around in the movie, right? You know, it's it's kind of a more serious take on on the whole thing again, um, and you know, it's just a different spin on what's going on with the predators. You, right. you get kind of a different feel for it. It's not just that they just show up on planets, they're actually cultivating their own safari. <laughs> right. You know, so they're, yeah, I like the lore of the predator, like what, yeah. what's going on their their culture. And I mean, predators, aliens, like, and Terminator, like they all have, you know, I there's been some spinoffs. So I don't know, like if they're actually supposed to be all in the same, you know, like canon wise, if they're all actually in the same universe. Um, but I know that there's been some spinoffs where there's been like aliens and, terminator and predator oh, i didn't know fighting that. each other i didn't
0: know that i knew that obviously aliens and predators i think yeah. are in the same universe mm-hmm. um but i don't know i didn't know about the terminator
1: yeah like i said i just don't know if alien versus predator is considered canon or if it's like a different you know i don't know if whoever owns the ip to that like actually says that that's right that's actually canon <clears> or if it's you know just a what if kind of thing
0: yeah no idea um but yeah i mean i think they all obviously they're they're all like that for a reason
1: you know i mean alien alien was also in the 80s mm-hmm. the first um, alien movie was a fantastic movie i actually really liked the second one too yeah
0: the War. first two are good
1: um after that it gets a little rough i think and again they kind of use that that you know jaws kind of looming in the background yeah, like you really don't know much about this this alien and you hardly ever see it
0: that's it. Got to be more like less about like the the mystery of it, mm-hmm. and more about like we're just going to see the alien messing people
1: up. Yeah. Um. Except for the, I, I did like uh, Prometheus. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hate it like I thought I would, but I didn't really, I don't know. It just, it didn't answer enough questions for me. Like, Well, I
0: think that was the point, right? Because there's a, the, the one that came after that, which I'm blanking on the name of it.
1: Yeah. I never even watched the, the one that came after that.
0: I didn't even know that it It wasn't as good, out. but I, I mean, I, I like, you know, it, it, that's why I liked that first movie because it had left me interested. hmm I'm like, all right, we see all this cool stuff. It's, it's an exposition, right? You right. have to start the story somehow. Mm-hmm or whatever plot or whatever theme or idea you're exploring, you have to start it somewhere. Right. So they did a good job of starting it, and you're like, you know gets the wheels turning and then obviously they can only do so much in two hours so
1: i think that was one of the big things that i remember hearing about that was that they cut a lot of that movie from what they wanted to be in the movie
0: probably and i can see that right you have to
1: i mean and that's i guess i
0: don't and i don't know anything about making movies or whatever but i i mean that's one of my biggest complaints is that they try and shove so much into two hours and i'd Mm -hmm. much rather go watch three two-hour movies that makes a really good complete story yeah Then you try and shoehorn a bunch of stuff into a two hour segment and leave me like underwhelmed.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't really like that they divided um, The Hobbit into three different movies and they kind of added some stuff that weren't really in the book. Um, But I actually liked the fact that they put it in three different movies. I don't think I would have if they made that one three hour movie It would have been hard. I would have hated it. Yeah, because um, they would have rushed so much. I mean, it just like they would literally just have to fast forward every time they got to something um, like them just walking or something like that, or or any conversation. You know, they couldn't have any of that stuff. It would just have to be like here's, a, here's plot, point, plot point, point. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. Which I agree. I mean, you have a lot of these complex stories, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, um, some stories fit really well in the two hours, but others don't, and I mm-hmm. think that's okay. I mean, I I really think the you know there's the market doesn't put back against that no i mean they they certainly haven't pushed back against it at star wars which Mm -hmm. that's literally what they've done from the beginning was hey we can't tell the story in two hours so there's going to be three movies to tell a story right you know and and realistically then the story expanded to six and now nine movies in
1: in two hour pieces i just hope they can tell the story in the next movie (laughs)
0: Yeah, or, you know, someone mentioned. I was talking with with someone um, recently, and they mentioned the, the idea that they might split the next
1: one into two. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. It is an interesting idea.
0: Not, not, and I don't agree with it necessarily. I mean, I kind of do. We're I mean, we'll just pretend if that it a, makes episode it, eight never happened. that it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I mean that. I mean, I guess you could have episode, you know, nine part one and nine part two. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst thing in the world. Right. but I guess for me it feels weird to have epi- it would be to me should be episode nine and ten not episode nine one and nine two right um that's the only thing I would have issue with I mean I don't however they get to tell the story as long as it's a good story and they get there I'm fine with it
1: I mean they should just name it episode eight in episode nine (laughs) yeah just and just
0: remove (laughs) ryan johnson's piece of garbage but um but yeah there was also speaking of ryan johnson uh, um i read somewhere that they're trying to give him an entire trilogy uh that's that's been
1: canned good canned for a while now oh uh, yeah i don't that that would that came out before the last movie there the last jedi came out good and then basically they canned that after after the last jedi because everybody hated the last well not everybody no yeah majority of people hated the, the last yeah
0: th- there's a lot of argument about that and we talked about it a few times and I read this really interesting discussion on Reddit about it. We're going really off topic from 80s action movies, but this is a good, <laughs> this is an interesting thing. Um, and, and it was a discussion on whether that was a good movie or not. And I think you just get these, the statistics show, like if you look at their Metacritic review, like all the reviews where there's any semblance of like objective data
1: collection, mm-hmm. people don't like that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's true, and, you know, except, except for some for some reason critics loved that movie. I don't think I don't that don't. they did. Well, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes movie, it got a pretty bad score. Well, originally on Rotten Tomatoes it had like a ninety something percent. Really? Maybe let me go back. I'm
0: actually maybe I'm thinking of something else, but and maybe I'm just m- remembering... because I remember
1: the- that it was like the exact opposite for viewership, like scores, which is
0: to me what I care about, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm not a I'm not a film critic. I'm not evaluating this from a you know. I didn't, I'm not sitting in a theater class. I mean, we're, the, we're all film critics. critics. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, like, at the end of the day, I'm the one that pays for the exactly.
1: tickets. The, the, I mean, Ebert and Roper are not buying movie yeah, tickets. Yeah. The tomato meter's 91%. The audience score is 45%. Yeah, which is awful. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Like, there's no way that all of those critics honestly felt that that movie was that good. Like, they were paid, man. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. no way that I believe that those guys were not paid. That's too much Or they have some some kind of motive of motive like it what it just wasn't that good of a movie like that's okay and that's okay, you, and that's okay. It, you know i mean if, that's the other yeah. thing i want to say is I, th- I feel like people are afraid to say it was
0: a bad movie yeah because then we're like shitting on star wars right and it's like look guys we, we've been riding this train for since 76 77 mm-hmm. so like we gotta understand if we're making more content eventually yeah we're gonna make some bad i content. mean it wasn't
1: a star wars christmas special
0: you no. know what i'm saying
1: no, but it, it wasn't like it wasn't a spectacular, good movie. but
0: that's what I'm saying. We can't
1: expect if we're going to continue to make things, right? Like yeah. it can't all be The Empire Strikes Back. It should all be, but we can't but we can't we can't assume that we have to love every single movie that comes out.
0: Well, yeah, that's and that's yeah. kind of what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Is yeah, we should always shoot for them to be good. I'm not saying we should like be okay in a from a production standpoint with mediocrity. What I'm saying is as an audience, it's not all going to be your favorite one. Yeah. It just can't be. And there's going to be missteps along the way. The bottom line is we're getting more Star Wars. And just as much as that was one you didn't like, there will probably be another one in the in the foreseeable future that is really good. Right. You know? Um, and that's what I'm hedging my bets on, you know? Um, but back on 80s action movies, so it's kind of funny that you, um, your top two choices were, were pretty much my top two
1: choices, um, except I opted to go with Terminator as my top choice. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, like I said, either one of them... I think is the right answer. Yeah, and um, I mean, you, but yeah. I just, lo- I just, I've watched Predator more times, and I think that's why. Like, and, it might be, fell and, on and the, the other thing for
0: me it. is, and this might be outside of the scope of the qu- the original question, but I think I like the Terminator series as a whole mm-hmm. better than the Predator series. So I think that might influence. Yeah, I mean, Term- Terminator Two is really good. Yeah, but that's where it stops, right? I mean, they're Yeah, but uh, while well, I would say the other ones are better than the other. I mean, Terminator Predator Salvation
1: movies. was okay. Genesis wasn't bad. I liked it. I was not a big fan of Genesis. I and maybe just because I, I like okay. Arnold. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean I do love Arnold, man. Like <laughs> I can't believe that he's still coming out with with movies that that I do like. But um, yeah, I mean I would say it is a better series. I just don't know that that I necessarily like the Terminator series that much um other than the first two like i love the first two movies and i probably like terminator 2 more than i like the first terminator. yeah but i think it was in the 90s right yeah i don't yeah. i don't remember let me let's go. Ahead it's like there. early 90s like yeah, 91 I think it's or 92 probably yeah um
0: but yeah man i mean for, for me um i just really liked yeah 91 I, yeah. I thought arnold did such a good job i mean it's like perfect for like that role was perfect for him mm-hmm. he's not a native english speaker right He is massive, um, and he has this stoic, you know, I mean, he does not express emotion very well. Mm Mm-hmm so i mean what that's exactly what you what it is yeah it's an it, you're impersonating a human and they, like he does it it looks like he's impersonating a damn human yeah another movie with fantastic quotes <laughs> it is really yeah i mean um really all of arnold's stuff in the 80s has got some really memorable stuff <laughs> for somebody for somebody that, who can't you know, speak english very right. well Exactly, um, and, and
1: and i don't know whether that's because of, like of his if that that probably adds to it yeah um but, but yeah. I mean, he had a bunch. Arnold had a lot of one-liners, and that's why. Like, he doesn't have... Like, the He's movies not going to have a made, monologue. Yeah, he doesn't right? have these long conversations. He has one-liners, and, I mean, that's that's where you get quotes from. Nobody's going to pull a quote from this long-ass conversation that somebody's having. They're going to pull a quote from that, that those campy, like, let me stop and I'll be back. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, obviously,
0: I'll be back is classic. Um, actually, one of my favorite ones is... Um, in the beginning when he shows up to the the bar. hmm And he's your clothes, give them to me. And then he just beats <laughs> the shit out of all yeah.
1: those guys. <laughs> I just love it. Like he like he's he shows up he's butt ass naked and then like you know you it shoots the like like the little computer screen like scanning vision, everything yeah. and it's like uh like this oh this guy's gonna fit you perfectly yeah <laughs> let's take <laughs> this guy's clothes um, it's like that was written into <laughs> into this thing's programming to like to, to be able to clothes. find people's clothes and take them from them <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, just, just, and that was
0: another one where like you, the the threat slowly loomed. Like you, you didn't like, you saw the Terminator and you saw what he was doing, but mm-hmm. you didn't understand his full capabilities right. or, or like the real depth of it. And, you know, you just, I think you saw him shooting up a couple Sarah Connors first and you, but you were also in parallel seeing the real Sarah Connor that, mm-hmm. that would, you know, the, the, his target in parallel living her little life. Right. And you're kind of wondering the whole time, like, oh shit,
1: when is it going to hit, you know, when's it going to hit the fan? He's going to find her eventually. Um, and for, for you younger listeners that uh, haven't seen Terminator yet, um, there's this thing called a phone book and it used yeah. to have people's names and names addresses. and addresses. <laughs> you know, you don't want that kind of stuff anymore, but, uh, you know, obviously it's a problem. Um, you know, these days and we don't Terminator want Terminators come back and find you, coming yeah. back from it. We don't want Sky. It's crazy to think that up. though,
0: right? He, that's what he does. He goes to a yeah. phone booth and rips the page out of the phone book. Yeah. Or well, he doesn't rip it. He just memorizes it. Yeah. obviously. He's a computer, but, um. One of my favorite scenes in that movie is I think he's he's just there's a scene where he's it's in the hospital I think Mm -hmm. and he's just walking down the hallway with a shotgun just just letting it loose yeah and he's getting I think he's getting shot at the same time and he's just not caring yeah and I'm like all right that's pretty cool yeah this dude's this dude's serious (laughs) serious business. Um, and then I, it always the the special effects though are a little funny.
1: Mm-hmm. Like there's
0: one time at one point I think he gets an explosion and it burns his eyebrows off. Mm-hmm. And I can't take that
1: seriously. Right. I watch that and I'm like, this looks like this is stupid. I mean, but it was pretty cool when he got to the point where like half his face, face was missing, was ripped off, yeah. and then like he he throws on the the gargoyle sunglasses and you can kind of see his, his eye, eye through it, like yeah. through it. And it's like, oh man, this is this is pretty. And badass. I think you know
0: I've always liked like. um like cyberpunk type mm-hmm. stuff and that's like right up that alley yeah. right i mean um, he's in the leather
1: jacket yeah. and he's part you know he's, he's a cyborg and it's like all right this is you know that's 80s culture for yeah, you I guess. exactly but, the combat boots and yeah yeah he's i mean dude i i know i, I want to go watch both of these movies now. every time we talk <laughs> about one of these movies i'm like damn, we need to go watch that <laughs> um but what my favorite quote from the 80s it's funny because it's actually an arnold
0: quote but it has it is none of from neither of those movies um was it from Kindergarten Cop? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Another
1: fantastic movie. I know.
0: It was kind of funny because, like, you know, when you brought this up um, and you're like, Let's, this is a good one. And I was like, all right, yeah, it's a really good idea. And so, again, I have trouble, like, separating because of the time I grew up, like, yeah. what was in the 90s and what was in the 80s. So I Googled, like, 80s action movies and mm-hmm. there's just this list of them and I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of good stuff on this list. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no short. I think Die Hard too, right? Yeah. Not Die Hard too, but also yeah, they die hard yeah um, who,
1: who is your father and what does he do <laughs> that's um, like my favorite quote from that movie <laughs> and then the little boy of course the the, the boys have penises girls have vaginas <laughs> <laughs> oh man there's a uh, oh.
0: this is good here,
1: here, so here it is but what is best in life the open step free thoughts falcons at your wrist and the wind in your hair wrong bonan what is best in life? You crush your enemies.
0: See them driven before you, and you hear the lamentation of the women.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is just great because yeah. it's, it's just that warrior mentality, but I mean Conan is a I mean another fantastic movie. I mean, like I of like I mean that's one that I was I was also considering um but I kind of I, I kind of didn't feel like it it's was not an action movie. I it, mean, yeah, it's not really. It's not
0: as good as Terminator or Predator, but it's yeah. a it's a classic 80s ac- like action movie, I mm-hmm. think, but it's not is good. I mean, and, and it was kind of funny because both Empire Strikes Back and um, Return of the Jedi were both 80s movies. Yeah. Um, but again, I didn't necessarily consider them action movies, so right. I had to leave my Star Wars box. Yeah, I mean, I kind of... I, I mean, kind of just action meet in him in them. sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Um but yet, space one of my uh, uh, Speaking of, of Conan, though, there's a great story that Arnold tells um, about his hardships to, like, become an actor. Mm-hmm. And um, he rem- well, one of the things um, that he always remembers from his careers is when he was selected to do that. And the director told him, like, if we didn't have Arnold, like, we would have to build a Conan. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was always, that's kind of like, as a bodybuilder, you know, that's kind of a cool idea that. Yeah, if, I mean, that's. That you have something that like if they did if you didn't exist like someone would be building a prop
1: to replicate what right. you have they would be doing some
0: kind it's of see like cgi now right i mean but um
1: back in the day that you know that wasn't an option speaking of arnold's acting career starting um one movie you don't want to watch is hercules and <laughs> oh, i was gonna say, I knew you were going with that yeah yeah, yeah that, that is not a good one it's terrible yeah not, a, not good um they can't all
0: be winners but um but yeah so so outside of let's move outside of the 80s okay and and open the floodgate. So if of, if you had to pick any action movie, what's God, your? Favorite? I've
1: been sitting here thinking about this. this it's a whole tough time. <laughs> I just because that's a. It's, and, and p- part of it's hard because we've yeah. there's so many to pick from. Yeah. God, I'm really. I mean, I'm really struggling to figure out what my favorite like action movie. Do, do you have one that you? I do. Let, yeah. let, go ahead and go ahead so, and start yours, and I'm gonna sit here um, and think about mine. The, no the, the
0: only one. This is the one that I probably watched
1: the most, and ever. I enjoy watching it still. Mm-hmm. Is John Wick? Okay. Yeah, that is a fantastic movie. Um, And you know what's kind of weird about the the John Wick movies, though, is the first time I saw the first John Wick, I was just kind of like like it didn't really yeah i don't know like it it didn't do a whole lot for me the first time i ever watched it and then people started talking about like how great that movie was and then i went back and watched it again and then i kind of fell in love with it. like i started looking for for like details and stuff I know, like that that's what i was gonna say and as
0: someone who has done shooting sports and has yeah. been in the military i'm really surprised to hear you say you watched that the first time and we're unimpressed, but it also isn't surprising because those type of things probably are not as impressive to you. Yeah. But for me, watching that movie, that's one of the things I love the most about it. Mm-hmm. Is I'm like, you know, I'm sure a little bit of it is dramatized, but for the most part, I mean, I feel like that's the one of the most accurate portrayals of gunplay. Yeah. And, and how how
1: those situations would unfold to some degree um yeah he actually trained um he does, he's good too yeah and when and i think part of it again was the first movie like he was decent in the first movie he's a whole lot better in the second movie like the way that he portrays um the action and gunslinging and that kind of stuff yeah. just looks so much better to me in the second movie in the first movie um it's good and but you can tell that he's kind of newer to like this style of gunplay. Um, like he actually trained with Terran Tactical. Um, I think they're out of, I think they're out of Arizona or something like that. But these guys train like all the Hollywood guys. But they okay. also train. Um, they have like a team that does um, three gun shooting and stuff like that. Which if you don't know what three gun shooting is, basically you, you have a pistol, a rifle, and a shotgun, and you go through like a course. Um, and during the course you there's you know several targets you have to like run between things it's kind of it's kind of to simulate like being in a tactical thing but it's not not really. It's more of a it's sport. competition thing. But um, like, they have professional shooters that do this kind of stuff every day. Um, and if you ever want to look up some really cool videos that kind of follow John Wick, actually, and there's videos of him of training Keanu, there, yeah, of Keanu Reeves training there. Um, look up Terran Tactical on uh, on YouTube, and they have—I mean, they have a ton of videos. Okay,
0: but yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I was kind of underwhelmed at the very beginning of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the I don't really like the whole flashback thing. Yeah. So you know they start at the end and you see John all messed up and whatnot, and then and then you kind of get to flashback into what happened. Um, <clears throat> and just for the first few minutes of that, you know, twenty minutes of that movie, I think it's just like, what am I watching? Yeah, and I mean, I think that's again, that's like he's part mourning of why, over his wife, yeah. and and his dog dies, and that sucks. You know, he encounters these Russian guys at a gas station. You're kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, what, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, that's kind of also what it was, is that the story just wasn't very interesting in the first movie. It until, is, though. Until, like, yeah. he gets into things. And, and that slowness at the beginning that you mentioned... And then it just felt a little incoherent for a little while. And I think that I just started the movie a little bit bored and then I that wasn't translating really paying as much attention yeah. to the movie as I should have. Um, but went like again when I went back and I started like looking for the details and kinda like watching more of like what's actually happening in the action and not just that there's action happening and right. these cuts and stuff like that, it became a lot more interesting to me and I, yeah. I I really started to like the movie again.
0: Yeah, it was one of those things where I was really losing interest. And then that scene where the the uh, mercenaries come to his house, yeah, which is the first action scene, and I'm like, okay, he just shot like 15 people in the head in like I don't know two minutes, so yeah. I'm in. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that that, and that the second one I was a little underwhelmed with. It's interesting. I do, will agree that his gunplay is better, but I don't think the action sequences are better. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. Like you can tell, he is much more fluid and confident with the weapons.
1: Yeah, um, they just they were trying to go a little bit more over the top in the second movie.
0: Yeah, but the action sequences weren't as good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, like um, they seemed a little forced, and I didn't like the environments as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the first movie, it's like like one of my favorite my favorite scene in the first movie, and it's it's like uh, just a couple seconds. It's in the Red Circle Club, though, and the whole scene is great. Mm-hmm. But there's a shot where. Um, The the Russian guy's son runs, like, from the basement out into the floor, the dance floor. Yep. And when John Wick comes up out of the basement, there's this, like, big screen behind him that's, like, playing, like, black and white circles. And, I don't know, just the music changes to the club music. Yeah. And then he just starts shooting people in the middle of the dance floor. But the way he's doing it is, like, he's not trying to kill other people. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like this is, this is this guy is not playing
1: around, right? He's he's obviously an assassin,
0: <laughs> right? But but like just like the way the lighting was
1: when he comes up and he's in front of that big screen, I'm like, all right, this is a bad dude, yeah. Like you you done pissed the wrong guy off, and you know he's another character that like now there's so many fucking memes about, yeah. Uh, I mean, how yeah, many memes dog kind right. of thing, Yeah, like how many memes are there about Thanos like accidentally killing dog. his dog? <laughs> 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 and it's like, oh shit. John Wick's coming for you, Thanos. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so so have you have you been able to think? Yeah, I think that uh, you know it's kind of more. I guess we'd just call it a war movie, but I mean it is kind, it is an action. I mean there's a lot of action in the movie. Um action movies are very broad right, topic, right? Yeah. So. Um but I mean generally I think I would consider it a war movie, but the action is really good um and the story is really good and uh it would be Black Hawk Down, I think is probably good one. one of my my all-time favorite. Like if there were if there were one movie that I could watch that was just considered, you know, like a war movie or an action movie. That would probably be the That's one a that pretty I would continue to watch. And and part of it is probably because I was, you know, in the army. <laughs> we Around that movie, time, yeah. yeah, it came out about the time that I was in the, in the army. And I mean, we watched it so much yeah. that it was. Ridiculous. I watched a time in middle school. Um, and you know, the story behind that whole thing was, you know, it was based on a true story. Um, you know, two. Um, amazing heroes died in that in that movie um, they were both um, were they, I think they were both master sergeants um, and their whole thing was that they want these two guys knew what was going on and they wanted to go in and save the pilots and, and the people that were on that Blackhawk and continuously they were told no like you can't go you can't go you can't right. go and finally you know they're like we just need to go and and so they go and they try to save these guys and I mean that scene that that they're in where they just know like when they get in there and they start getting overwhelmed. Yeah, there's a, these- there's a
0: shot. I think it was funny you're talking about that because there's a shot if I'm if I'm thinking about the right scene where there's an infrared shot from a there a helicopter or something mm-hmm. and it shows all
1: the Somalis like oh, yeah. on the I mean, roof it's just- in the building and yeah. you're like. Holy shit! And then they ju- they just start running at these guys. I mean, it's like a it's like a zombie movie, yeah. you know. I mean, and these guys they just know that they're gonna die, but they're not gonna stop fighting until you know until they have to. Um, you know, and that you know, I'm I'm a pretty patriotic guy. I mean, just thinking about that kind of stuff and that self sacrifice. I mean, it means a lot to me. Um, but then, like I said, the action in that movie really is really good. I mean, there's a lot of Awesome scenes where, you know, you're having these gunfights and there's, you know, you're you're seeing soldiers, you know, transitioning and, and what they would do when they're clearing rooms and just, you know, there's a lot of things going on in that movie at the same time. And it flows really well. You know, you got these different squads that are that are broken up and they're all doing completely different things but it doesn't feel like you're just constantly jumping from scene to scene no, to scene to pretty, scene it feels very smooth, fluid yeah. um you know you you feel like you're there in the action i mean i when i watch that movie i mean my heart my heart rate goes up you yeah. know i feel like i'm there um and you know and other, i feel for the characters that are in the in the movie absolutely and this this isn't really a, a, a movie but um banda brothers does the same thing yeah i mean that it, it's a 10 hour movie i mean that's that is I mean, Band of Brothers is an amazing, amazing movie or series, Series, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's everything you could ever want out of World War II. I mean, to
0: me, everyone always talks about Saving Private Ryan and I have to go Band of Brothers is better. Yeah. Um, They're they're different, Mm -hmm. but um, I I still think Band of Brothers does... It encapsulates the entirety of what's going on in World War II mm-hmm. and what it was like to be a soldier. There. Yeah, uh, much better than anything else.
1: And again, there was you know a lot of heroes in that. Um, you know, I mean, the, a lot of the people in that were based off of real people. Um, and, you know, and they told their stories, and you got the stories from the guys that were standing right next to those guys. Um, you know, at the end of every episode, the, yeah, the, you've the, got yeah, a veteran that yeah. talks about you know his experiences in there. Um, you know, and I mean every time. Every time I watch that man, and we get you get to the end of the episode, and you you start, you know these these heroes start talking, man. I get I get cold chills. I mean, it's you know what what those guys went through. You know, I, I mean, it's you know, hard,
0: yeah, because it gives a really humanizing real like it, it's a reality check, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, for most of us that haven't experienced something like that, and, and almost no one has experienced something like World War II, right? I mean, no, I mean, even you, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say is... I
1: spent I spent two and a half years in Iraq. I don't know if a lot of people have, have known that, but. I mean, I spent a lot of time in in war zones, um, and, and it's what a bo- they went through. Yeah. I mean, I just can't even. Imagine. I mean, some of those guys were there for two and a half years straight. You know, they never got. To and, come the, and, home. The,
0: and I guess the war was different, right? Yeah. Like
1: it wasn't. Um,
0: and I, I don't know exactly what it was like when you were there, but it doesn't seem the same. No, we're like not. You, there's cities and ruins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, it's it is literally hundreds of people fighting hundreds of people. Yeah all the time non-stop like bombs
1: you know mortars like all of it oh yeah i mean artillery i mean the the size of the rounds that these guys were shooting at each other i mean you got like 105 howitzer rounds which is i mean a howitzer is basically like a big ass cannon that you can shoot um like a lot you can lob missiles or you can kind of shoot them straight at things like if you have a tank in front of you, you can shoot it like that and then there's 155 millimeter uh howitzers which i mean are you know is you know 50 percent bigger basically i mean yeah i mean are that's,
0: that's inches i mean uh actually 150 millimeters would be roughly six inches
1: yeah i mean that's that's a big ass bullet <laughs> yeah and i mean they have insane explosives in these things um and the biggest thing that they did was the shock i mean the explosion really wasn't you know the the shrapnel and that kind of stuff that's not what kills you it's the no, shockwave wave that comes yeah. through and you know Basically you know blows your brain yeah. yeah i mean it just slams it, your brain against your skull yeah, more or less exactly and, and you know busts bust your eardrums and you know all that kind of stuff i mean it's just it's just crazy what those guys had to go through yeah. and i mean they had these things landing on them you know, on, uh, you know, maybe not a daily basis, but in some, you know, the Battle of the Bulge, which was a part of that, that I was mean, it was end, a daily right? basis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I that mean, was
0: in that that is really like, you know, there's not a ton of action in that part of the series. There's some, mm-hmm. but really like that to me expressed the shit that
1: those guys yeah. were in. Just that constant like, tension. Like freezing cold. Yep. Snow everywhere. Like you can't see shit. These guys were so close to each other that they would accidentally go into the enemy's foxholes while they were going to take a piss. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they would accidentally stumble into each other. And then it's like all of a sudden there's like, oh my God, I got to kill this guy because he, this He's is a gonna German kill me. in my foxhole. Yeah you know, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, the stuff that those guys had to go through, I mean, they're, they, I mean, you know, they're nicknamed the greatest generation. And I I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. Like there's no way we could fight a war like that these days. We just don't, we just don't have the people like people, the mindset that people have.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine some kids, some 18 year old sitting behind his keyboard, posting memes, right. Getting,
1: jumping out of an airplane to no. Yeah. I mean, we've got some people that are willing to do that kind of stuff. I mean, but. That are in the military yeah, currently, probably. Exactly. But you don't have generations of people that are willing to step up and do that kind of stuff.
0: Well, I think it's just, um, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it's anybody's fault. It's just that generation was rate right, Like, you were mostly going to do, you were
1: going to do manual labor. Yeah. I mean, it came after the Great Depression. I right, mean, so it was a time where people really had hard. to be tough. Yep. They had to know what it was to survive on little Yep. they had to work for a living. Well, that's what I mean. That's to me is the biggest thing. Yeah. Is your average
0: American was working um, very intensive labor jobs most of the time yeah. in very bad environments. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't like I said. You're not at 18. You're not getting a job at Best Buy and the air conditioning. Standing around right. talking to
1: somebody about computers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys were working the fields you know for their parents farming and you know doing all that kind of stuff i mean you had kids that were like 10 years old trying to enlist in the army like that's how tough this generation i mean you know you might have a kid that like like says that he wants to join the military but you know he doesn't want to like go actually go through all that but you had guys that were you know 10 and 12 years old that somehow like slipped through the cracks and were actually fighting. Really? I yeah. know that. I mean, yeah, there's people that, that like fake their birth certificates and stuff and got into the military that were way younger than they should have been. You know, I mean, 10 or 12 might be a stretch, but I do remember hearing a story about that. And I don't, and again, I don't know the accuracy of it, but I do remember hearing a story of a kid that was, uh, he was 10 or 12 years old and he, I mean, he served in the, in the military, wow. you know, I mean, it was just—I don't know—he must have been a big ass kid. But. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like 12 years old. I can't imagine, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so I, obviously
0: the world, the war movies are hard to pick between, but, but if I had to, I mean, it's Band of Brothers all the way. Yeah. Um, the only I do Saving Private Ryan. I mean, I think that the thing that that is really I like best about that movie is the Normandy Beach scene, obviously, mm-hmm. because I think that
1: was a pretty good like description of of how terrible that was yeah yeah i mean again i can't even imagine what that would have been like no I mean, we're like gonna half uh, the people that like, went on that beach died like half the people. i mean yeah i mean it's just like the idea that we're gonna we're on this
0: ship and we're gonna get onto a smaller ship yep. and we're gonna slowly because boats don't move
1: fast yeah and, and, and frankly and the uh, the water was way worse than they expected it to be so you're are you're motion sick on the way there Yep, and you're basically <laughs> in plain, plain view of the enemy that's sitting up that has a, a height
0: advantage. Mm-hmm. You're going to... And try a defensive and, advantage, right, of Right, try and, Yeah, because they've built, you know, bunkers and all that kind of shit, and you're just going to meander on up with this boat and try and run up the beach Yeah,
1: while someone's unloading an MG42 at you. It's just insane. I, just, I mean, you know, we, we train... In basic training, we have... One of the last things you do in basic training is actually very similar to this, Um You basically storm a beach um it's i can't remember what the what it's called but um basically in the middle of the night um you know they set this thing up where there's actual machine guns shooting over your head there's explosions going on around you you're crawling underneath um um razor wire and stuff like that. that um and that's that's like one of the last things that you do before before you graduate from basic training i mean it's kind of an interesting thing like you know, I mean, because people do freak out. You know, I mean, it gets you, I can see where it gets you thing. used to the auditory
0: shock yeah. of machine gun fire and mm-hmm. crawling through mud and and yeah. being you know.
1: But I there's a no, difference. it's never going to prepare you for that.
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you know, you see some of those scenes where like they open the front of that boat and machine oh, yeah. gun rounds just light everybody up. Yeah, you you're going to be there could be one guy in there that didn't die and now he's just laying there covered
1: in his buddy's blood. Right, and now he's got to get off the boat like. Mm-hmm nothing's preparing you for that i don't no. care how much you train no <laughs> so um you know an interesting piece of trivia in that movie like i didn't even realize it until maybe the fifth or sixth time that i watched me i mean I'm, I'm sure i i noticed it but just didn't really think about it but like you know vin diesel's in that movie i didn't no that's <laughs> like, hilarious yeah, ex- exactly so this, that's exactly why i think it's hilarious is because vin diesel is in this movie and like Half Wait. the people that I ever yeah ask no about, he is he's in the, yeah
0: I mean he's one of the main characters right yeah, I mean yeah, no, I do
1: know that but like you just like if I you just forget about it exactly it's like I didn't even realize that you know that was Vin Diesel in the movie because yeah. he I mean he does look like himself but he doesn't look like himself you know what I'm right he doesn't
0: he's not know, he's in not, a tank top
1: yeah and he's not bald the whole time you know he's got a helmet on and yeah. you know it's kind of but it's it's fucking Vin Diesel in this
0: movie. but yeah so. I mean, is there any other action movies of, of note? So we got Black yeah, Hawk Down, John Wick. Black I know, but is there anything that like um, we want to at least mention? No, I mean okay. it's I hard. Think, yeah, I mean, mean right.
1: the, the genre is full of great yeah. stuff, right? Um, and I mean you just have to have a list in front of you to really think about. All I mean. I, I know that we're missing a, a shit ton of amazing movies but you know it's like i can't think of anything that's just popping off the top of my okay. head that i want to talk about so.
0: um so so then we'll, we'll move on to one of the other things um that i think we'll, we'll probably do this um on a recurring basis um because there's a lot of things that fall into this category and i think it'd be a lot of fun to discuss um is is going through different fan theories and um you know fan theories are either really good or really stupid most of the time most of the
1: time they're really stupid, they're really but stupid. there's some really really interesting and
0: ones a out lot there. of them you know i and i i just want to preface this section by saying just you don't have to they're not necessarily meant to convince you that this is the way it is right but it's an interesting thought experiment a lot of times mm-hmm. like huh what if kind of thing yeah. right like or you know just an interesting to to, un, to look at the logic of it or to follow somebody's thought path and see how these things are connected um, because the
1: good ones sometimes it's hard to shoot holes in them yeah um <laughs> until the next movie comes out and then it's just and like, then oh, they, yeah. well, that was completely wrong but right you know, because I mean, people had so many fan theories about the Last Jedi. Yep, and they and, were all wrong. And I think some of them were right, but the movie that we were given was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I mean, one of the you know one of the big ones is like, who the hell is Snoke? And it's like. Okay, uh, doesn't man, it doesn't matter. It really just doesn't even matter anymore. I mean, it does matter. And we ha- if we don't get that answer, I'm going to be real mad. Yeah. Who are raised parents? You know, there's all kinds well, of fan theories about that whole thing
0: um, that we kind of got an answer for that. Whether he's
1: being the,
0: the thing is, and this is people will tell you that, you know, the pe- fans of this movie mm-hmm. will tell you that that was answered. And, and Kylo told her it was nobody. Right. They were just junkers. Yeah. Um. But my problem with that is people lie yeah especially especially someone that is position (laughs) i was gonna say he's i mean you know i don't know that kyle is obviously a very conflicted character but he's also a a sith more or less so they're pretty manipulative Mm -hmm. and if he needs to tell her that her parents are nobody so that she feels alone and needs family right which is exactly the angle that he's taking in that conversation Mm -hmm. like you're alone i'm alone Fuck all these other people. Let's do what we want.
1: Yeah, let's change everything. So
0: why would he tell her anything else? Why would he be like, no, your parents are Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, why would he do that? Right. Y- you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make any sense. From his angle, it only makes sense to tell her they're nobody, even if they're not. That doesn't mean that they are or are not. But
1: it it just when people tell me, oh, well, they answered that, I'm like, eh, maybe. You know, another interesting fan theory from that that uh, or that I guess I guess it wasn't really in that, but was you know whether Kylo killed Han Solo or if Han Solo was the one Which that killed I think himself. That's stupid. That's Kylo. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the other thing with it is, did Han Solo know that that was going to happen, and was he maybe. accepting? that that was going to happen you know i mean the you know the facial expressions that he makes are kind of interesting and i mean you know he might not even even meant to make the facial expressions be like that because of some other reason other than you know that's just like he was just in pain and that's just kind of the facial expression that he made but i don't know there was a lot of like there was a lot of pain outside of just oh this hurts in his eyes you know when you kind well, of see wouldn't that wouldn't there be pain because his son is killing him Yeah, but but there was also acceptance in his eyes, too. You know what I mean? Like it it looked like he was he felt like at peace at that moment. Like maybe he was accepting of of that. I mean,
0: maybe I mean, I I mean, maybe he knew what was going to happen. Right. But I don't think that he was like willing. I think he was he was probably I mean, knowing Han Solo is is not he's a very savvy person. Mm -hmm. But I think he's also a risk taker. Right. And he's obviously very broken up by the fact that his son is who he is. Mm -hmm. So I think he probably is at the end of that bridge thinking, all right, he's probably going to kill me. Right. But I want to save my son. And if I have the opportunity to maybe let him make that decision, then I need to go. You know, I need to go over there. Right. Because there's no opportunity to save
1: him if I'm just like, fuck you. I'm staying over here. Yeah. I. You know what I, I mean? I didn't really like that scene because if if the answer is that he just is exactly what you see in that scene, I don't really like that scene. But if we find out that there was more to that scene later on, then I think I would appreciate that scene a lot more because it was just it was too obvious. Um, and I think that's why there's a lot of fan theories about that that scene and why people kind of hyper analyze that scene, because it just seemed too easy that it just happened the way that it happened. Well,
0: what I'm saying is that why would I, I mean...
1: Han was submitting to that in
0: the hopes that maybe that's not what's going to happen. Right. I mean, I think it was easy because Han was... His defenses were down. Yeah. He wasn't trying to save himself.
1: hmm
0: He was trying to save Kylo. Right. And he probably like I said, probably understood that I'm probably going to die. But I mean, if he acts defensive and he's like, you know, shimmying up there with his hand on his gun, like that's not going to help. Yeah. He almost has to be defenseless and make it easy in mm-hmm. order for any chance of convincing Kylo to, to back down. Right. Right. He has to show him love, not fear, not hate,
1: not, Whatever, which therefore makes him easy to kill. Right, I get that, but I'm just saying, like, it just seems like there's more to Kylo's character than just than that than that kind of scene makes it feel like. Well, I'm just kind of disappointed that he, early on we see him do shit like stop a blaster bolt with the force, which is probably the coolest thing. I mean, there. that's one of the coolest scenes that you ever see in Star in Star Wars, and it's like it seems so silly, but I mean, just think about like how powerful you really would have to be to just, just reflex, stop that because it was behind him. Yeah, I mean, just, so he I mean, those- it, turns around, stops it, and. Yeah. tracks and holds it there something being shot at the speed of light by the way
0: yeah <laughs> um so yeah i mean but we see that and then it's just like huh No, he's kind of sucks yeah like, he doesn't do anything else impressive literally nothing else he does is impressive
1: that's true i mean it makes it makes me sad i want more out so of that's why light. i was
0: excited i watched that first scene i'm like oh this is good he's gonna be a cool character and then i'm yeah. like now he's just a bit i mean i don't know yeah. maybe it's because he's
1: conflicted but um we need more badass lightsaber battles like, like
0: legit honestly yeah
1: not against the Praetorian Guard or whatever those dudes were. Or untrained wannabe Jedi. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, So anyways, the theory, um, (laughs) we got a little off topic as always, but uh, the theory that that I think is really interesting is also related to Star Wars, obviously. Um, So basically this theory is that um, Palpatine used Padme's life to keep anakin from dying it was made sure that their heartbeats lined up when anakin stopped padme stopped and then anakin started um this would explain how there's nothing medically wrong with her Mm -hmm. but that instead it was palpatine using the dark side to drain her life into vader yeah again i mean (laughs) dying from sadness would be pretty (laughs) yeah it was stupid right i mean but but it makes sense right i mean if we look at the lore in episode three specifically where um Sidious straight up tells Anakin like my master knew how to manipulate life force with, yeah. with the force, and he taught me that. Now later on, he goes on to say I didn't know how I didn't learn how to to create life or stop death necessarily, mm-hmm. um, but together we can figure it out. Um, and but that doesn't mean that he doesn't know how to manipulate those things and maybe transfer some of that life or, or
1: run some some gray area between creating life. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's also kind of interesting that the only place that, uh, you know, it was ever actually mentioned that she had like a broken heart or anything like that was the scene where she's talking to him right before he fights. You're breaking my heart. Yeah. Man. And she says, you're breaking my heart. And it's like but that's like nowhere else does like a droid doesn't say it like nothing like that. Like they don't understand why she's dying and nowhere else do they say, you know, it's like she died from a broken heart or anything like that. And the droids are the ones that are saying all, you know, what's going on with her and they don't seem to understand, but they don't understand the force. They can't feel the force. Yep. So if the force was being used there, they would obviously they have no be idea. confused. Um, so I think that that's, I mean, I think it's an awesome theory. Um, and I think that it holds a lot of weight Um, and it makes a lot of sense because, you know, she, you know, the whole thing started with him choking her, um... And the movie makes it very clear that she survives being choked. Well, and he even says that. He's like, No, she didn't die, I felt her alive. Yeah. I mean and I mean he choked her for a couple of seconds, which I mean you can you pass out, out yeah. from being choked for a couple of seconds, but you're you're probably not gonna die. Especially not in a way well, and that these droids wouldn't be able to figure and I, out. And I think you're like and that's the other thing is Anakin knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, people give Anakin a lot of shit, but he's pretty damn powerful with the Force. Yeah.
1: Especially at that point. Mm -hmm. So to think that he can't not kill her, like, he knew she was not. Right. He would not have killed her and again like the movie makes it very clear that she's not dead there's many scenes where you know she's talking after that there's you see her breathing yeah you know she gets pretty immediate medical attention you know after that it's like one actually i think obi-wan actually goes over and checks her pulse yeah he does check her pulse i mean so it's like that's why i say i mean she just can she at no point was she like on the verge of death from being choked for a couple seconds no um so,
0: so it, yeah, it just really begs the question, like, why did she die? And now there's, there's a, a tertiary kind of um, theory that says that Anakin inadvertently drained her life. Okay. Because they had some kind of bond with the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and somehow he accidentally hmm. drained her life. But I, I like the Palpatine theory
1: better. Yeah. Because,
0: purely because that fits into his, like, manipulative and it just sorcerer. I mean, that's what yeah. he does. He and it tells a, you
1: how powerful, I mean, he really is. I mean, he's a very powerful sith i mean the stuff yeah, that, it, that guy can do
0: i know and it, it gets downplayed <laughs> and the whole fight with windu is is the only we're not thing, even going to jump down that i know we're not but, but that's the, <laughs> but that's the only thing in the, in the entirety of the lore that even questions his ability yeah and if you understand the lore it really doesn't even do that yeah um but i mean his fight with yoda he knocks yoda on his ass yeah I mean, realist, and then you see stuff in the Clone Wars, and he's handling Savage
1: and Darth Maul like they're children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and some yeah. of the expanded universe stuff. I mean, oh yeah, we some, can't. I mean, we can't. We won't talk that. about all that, but I mean, he does some badass shit. There yeah, too, he
0: does. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think again, his he's really underplayed as far as his power, and a lot of it is because in the original trilogy, he's not. Very visible, right? We only see him in really. I mean, we see him a little bit in episode five, but um, in episode six, we see him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I, I've always loved his demeanor in that. Like, he's just like cool and confident. Like, no, I've seen this unfold. Yeah, like I assure you, your friends down,
1: oh, your friends down on Endor that you don't think I know are there. Yeah, they're probably dead now yeah i mean he he is that i mean he does feel very ominous and i mean he feels like he's a supernatural being you yeah know, he's my,
0: yeah or, i mean he really does right yeah. especially
1: with the way he looks and
0: yeah and talks um and then you know one of my favorite uh portions of that when when vader brings luke before him is when he takes his lightsaber and they're talking and after um i think it's after sidious shows him that his fleet the fleet's being ambushed mm-hmm. and he's and then luke looks at his lightsaber and he's like you want it he's like take it come kill me right do it and he just like doesn't even flinch there's no he's got the smile on his face he's like please do it right and he, and I, <laughs> in, in, in my head i'm thinking is this guy crazy like he's at you know but then it really if you think about it he's like he's in no danger right he'll yeah, stop I mean, luke he's... dead in his tracks if he tries to grab that lightsaber mm-hmm. right but then at that point, Luke will have given in to his anger, and it's yeah. a downhill battle to convert him to the dark side. Exactly. So it's yeah. just like you know, you, you see this kind of master manipulator um, at work. But but I, that's why like I said I, I he's probably one of my one of if not my favorite character in the in the original
1: series. Yeah, and he's a character that a lot of people just don't really talk about. You know?
0: No, because he doesn't. Again, he doesn't have these like flashy, blatant "I'm awesome" moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is but i mean he's like a chess master i mean he's, he single-handedly he's ruins the jedi and the republic yeah like that's him like he has sure he has help like he has darth tyrannis and darth maul and all people that are like doing his bidding mm-hmm. but like he puts all those pieces into play yeah and that's his plan there's nobody above him
1: yeah there's not like a council of people that he like is consulting with no, no i mean it's him that's a really good point. I mean, he's there's nobody that he's consulting with at all. I mean there's there's no no people that he's making these plans with. He's he's just doing it all. And you know, he, and I mean works. even Vader doesn't even know what the heck is going on.
0: No, not at all. I mean, it's not you know, I mean invader's even manipulated. I oh, mean, yeah. realistically, when it, when Obi and Anakin confront each other on Mustafar, he says, I've brought peace to my new empire. Mm -hmm. the jedi are evil from my perspective
1: like palpatine has completely pulled the wool over this guy's eyes or has he (laughs) has he has he he brought him to the actual light side right yeah well i mean i I mean you know i agree with you there but um but you know i mean just just
0: from the the like where there's no he has anakin has no understanding that that
1: sidious or palpatine has been pulling these strings yeah since anakin was a child yeah i mean i would really love to see you know more about city and i know that you know that a lot of people don't feel like no. you know these spin-offs or whatever people don't want to see that but i would love to see a movie um that included him as a back a backside character that revealed more about him you know what i'm saying i don't want a movie that's just about him i think that that wouldn't be as interesting i don't think um just because depending on what we saw yeah i mean you know um, the majority of people are not going to enjoy a movie just about him. They're going to want some hero that is doing something else, and then him as the sinister character in the background that you kind of get to see. I don't what know. He- I mean, I, I know maybe,
0: but I really think that's one of the big downfalls with Star Wars: is that we always focus
1: on the good guys. Yeah, um which or the, is f- or the bad guy. What do you mean? What, well, I mean, they are the bad guys, but well, we're calling right, them the right, good guys. Right. And, but you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> you have these protagonists that yeah. are like the heroes or mm-hmm. the saviors, whatever you want to call them. Um, and Star Wars always, is that's the, that's who we're focusing on. Yeah.
1: I think it'd be really cool to see a Star Wars movie where we instead focused on a bad guy. No, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that I think that the majority of people would dislike that. Just because it, it, takes, away, it takes, takes away. Until you see Sidious walking around for two game. hours and, and force lightning people. Yeah. I think people would very quickly accept that formula. Again, we need to see more scenes. Well, you know, we were talking about the coolest scene being Kylo Ren, but actually, I mean, it was Vader that had the coolest scene ever in Star Wars. Okay, his—I mean, you know what I'm talking about—the the, the end oh, of- and, yeah, yeah rogue one the end of rogue one i mean that scene if we could turn that scene into a movie and i now i've, I've i know <laughs> i've said this on this podcast before but that was their mistake with that movie yeah everyone raves
0: about that movie and i'm and i watched the last 10 seconds of this and i'm like no you guys fucked up royally yeah Cause this movie could have been a million times better all you had to do was take that 10 seconds and turn it into two hours
1: mm-hmm. gold mine yeah i mean i want to see vader i want to see any sith yeah for that matter, I mean, or any Jedi, I'd love to see a Jedi like really showing his powers. You know, but they don't because that's not in their mantra, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're only supposed to do that
0: if, if they're provoked and attacked. Yeah. there's no we're just gonna go fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't Jedi don't at least Jedi that follow the doctrine don't do that. They use the Force in self defense, not
1: right, not as a means of power. Um, but, but surely there's enough there's enough like stuff that a Jedi's gone through that we could see like those scenes like well i think and this is
0: my biggest this is what i wish they would do and i don't know why there seems to be some hesitancy to do this but this is exactly why we need to see content focusing on the older public mm-hmm. because that is that will encompass all of that yeah we'll get to see a variety of sith lords being badasses they're literally fighting a war with the jedi not like what the war we see in the the trilogies we have where it's like Two Sith, yeah, like or and I, in Luke
1: Skywalker, you know, and that I mean? <laughs> could be something that's coming. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know that for sure, right? But what what we do know is that they're going to finish off these eight ep- or nine episodes. They've not come out and said anything. About what else that they're going to do, other than the they've occasional spinoff. Well, movie.
0: they've said they've they're concluding the Skywalker story, yeah, with Episode Nine, right?
1: So that does give me hope. But you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like there's so much content. Like I hope we just don't keep and I think that's where forward. they have to go because that content is already there for them. You know what I mean? Like they don't have to create a whole new storyline, a whole new universe, or not right. not universe, but a whole like timeline. Setting character, yeah. They've got, they've already they've got a got all framework, yeah. yeah.
0: And and realistically, you've already got tons of fans, yeah. Oh, like yeah. if I mean, people like, that love, like the minute that you said we're going to the, the old Republic. I mean, if, if there was a teaser trailer that was three seconds long that said
1: Star Wars: The Old Republic, right, or Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. like people would lose their freaking minds. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's that extended universe that that most people. That are really into it have well, actually it, it, gotten to see
0: it's the it's the best in my opinion the best expanded universe content we have yeah because it's the most accessible mm-hmm. it's been around for the longest time in my opinion it's a good story like there are good characters cool stuff happens I mean yeah you know because the whole time in the in the movies the original movies and the prequels and whatever you always hear about like the heyday of the Jedi mm-hmm. like when the the, and the Republic when the Republic was glorious and the Jedi were this awesome. You know, thing and and we see like the downswing of that, obviously in the prequels t- to the point where they don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um. So let like, let's see that when the galaxy was was thriving and everything was rainbows and butterflies until starships jump out of hyperspace and start raising planets. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean. That, like, how does that I mean, not sound like a good idea? You know, with Rogue One, um, you know, they had that kind of grittier action movie feel to it. It definitely did. So did Solo. Um, yeah solo solo did it was solo felt a little bit happier um and well that's just because han's character yeah right? that's i mean that's he's, true. He's, he is a, he's kind a, he's of a, he's a lackadaisical kind of and,
0: and he's comic relief. i mean realistically yeah. even his character in the original trilogy is partly there for like right. comic relief yeah so it does it makes sense that a movie focusing on him is gonna have a little bit of
1: a lighter feel because that's yeah. the purpose of his character to an extent but my point is is that if they took that formula with Rogue One and took that to the Old Republic, I think that that would fit really well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and you you can have a lot of these, you can have the perspective to be from these low characters that are not the Jedi, um, you know, that are not the Sith, that are not these, these big characters that are making the big changes, but they could be doing these little things like getting, you know, the plans for the Star Destroyer or whatever, and you can see these jedi doing things while they're trying to do that or these these sith doing those things and i think that that would be really interesting to see it from that different perspective like you know the little guys actually have you know seeing their heroes doing these things you know what i mean like i think that that would be that would bring a really good feel to the star wars universe instead of it all just being about the main characters of the whole storyline it could be about these little characters and what they're going through and what they see on a daily basis and what their lives are actually like because I mean you just don't really see any so of what that. you want
0: to see is a movie about a battle droid where we just follow them around
1: and, and I mean that would be awesome I'd, I'd, I would watch it I think it'd be hilarious I mean what, what was a what was the the one from uh, uh, k2so k2 so I'm talking about a battle droid though like or, from, from the prequels you know just, oh okay just like a little you know yeah i mean oh, that'd be hilarious i think but i mean i think but but a character like k2so would be a really cool one to yeah. follow around i mean you know he he's just constantly like got different owners and you know there's different things that are going on and he's he gets reprogrammed and, and you now see that you know, with r2 and
0: c3po right yeah. i mean they go through that from we see c3po when he's being built so, yeah you know and then he gets passed by owner and then he mm-hmm. it winds back up with anakin and and then he's you know with leia and and Wander, and then he's owned by Jabba the Hutt right. for a little while. You know I mean? Um, so, yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I'm down for anything. I just, you know, one of the things that, that I would all... The, the idea of these, like, really powerful Force users yeah. that we don't really see in the trilogies. Like, Anakin is powerful in the Force. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Given the state of the galaxy at that point, I don't think the Force is as strong as it was like any and even mace windu says that like our abilities are weakened because Mm -hmm. the dark side is clouding everything kind of deal, right like our connection with the force is less so imagine what it was in their peak right if we're seeing these Mm -hmm. guys do this thing these
1: things when they're struggling now i wonder if it is because that there's there's only two sith you know i'm saying to to maintain that balance all
0: balance that's the whole point
1: right yeah and
0: that's why um the sith are probably in comparison stronger than the jedi's as an individual Mm-hmm. Um, because there's more conduits of the light side than there are of the dark side. Right. So they're just by simple balancing equations. There yep. has to be there. Their Jedi have to be weaker because there's more of them.
1: Yeah. Um, and even if it was skewed in their favor, you know, if two guys have 35% and, yeah. and the rest of the light side has, you know, 65%, I mean, sorry, 50, yeah, 65%. Yeah. Um, then those two guys are going to be significantly more powerful than the, say, hundred Jedi you know, individually. Right. So, and that's really all we see, right? Is we never
0: see those, the entirety of the Jedi fighting the entirety of the Sith. We Mm -hmm. see like one Sith versus two Jedi. Right. And most of the time they're just blatantly overpowered. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I'd be really interested to see is like, what happens when, you know, and I think um, just like the, the Sith, being at their height, and, and that and that whole thing is—it's. I, I love that idea of this. Like they're all kind of—they're—they're they're like an organization as one, but they're all kind of like rogues too. Yeah. We're like, yeah, like we're gonna to work together and kill the Jedi. But like, if I think I can kill you, I'm gonna do it.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all constantly vying for that power, and you know, it's. I mean, it's kind of like the the Highlander thing. You know, yep. <laughs> eventually they want it to be only one. Like, and the cool thing
0: do- is that almost fuels them because of the nature of the dark side. Like that anger mm-hmm. and and passion and animosity towards one another. Right. And and the fear of dying and having to fight your the same guy you trained with. Yeah. You know, who could be, for all intents and purposes, your best friend or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fear of that, the, you know, I mean, the attachment of that, I mean, I, that just makes makes you even that much more powerful uh, with the dark side. So mm-hmm. it's a really interesting idea. Um, but I just, uh, and I, I asked Aaron this and he hadn't seen them, but the Old Republic has probably my favorite um, Star Wars short stories ever. And there was a series of cinematic trailers that they released before that game that kind of tell you the story of what's going on
1: okay and they are freaking phenomenal i think i've i feel like i've seen those do they have uh darth malgus in yeah them? yeah yeah those are really awesome and it and the 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 actual visuals of them are oh, pretty amazing yeah. too uh, but the story is really cool with them um yeah, Darth Malgus is a badass, man. Like, I would love to see a movie about him, too. I <laughs> mean, I want to see a movie about every single Sith that, that yeah. you know, the notable Sith. Because, I mean, all of them have these amazing stories behind them. Yep. you know. So the books are, his books are really good, too. So there's a book
0: called Deceived that uh, tells you the story of um, the sacking of Coruscant, which you see in those trailers. hmm and you get to see a lot of Malgus's backstory and, and what's going on and, and right. whatnot, what fuels him and whatnot. Um, and kind of the, the politics of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, the first one of those trailers, um, I don't remember what that, what it's called specifically, but, um, basically you see some Jedi at this outpost, like arresting a smuggler
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the outskirts of Corbin, which is like the Sith homeworld um, where their temples are, where their, their original training grounds are. And they're, you know all that kind of stuff and then the sith basically jump out of hyperspace to take it back and um malgus and his master confront the jedi as they're leaving this outpost and my favorite thing is at the very end that his master gets like a a wound from fighting one of the jedis and um you know he says after a thousand years he's kneeling because he's injured and and malgus is standing beside him he said after a thousand years you know we're back and they're looking out onto corbin because they're up in space yep and malgus Malgus says welcome home (laughs) and he cuts his head off and i'm like that's that's what's up man yeah I mean that's that's Sith in the nutshell right there, yeah. and that's why and you know, I've always been kind of thought that that culture was was really interesting, um, and I wish we get to see more stuff like
1: that. Yeah, I don't want to see like the. I think everybody should go and watch those trailers. I know, oh, yeah, they're, they're on all, YouTube why, and they're easy to find. I mean, I mean, it's
0: just and there's one that's like it, there's edits that just they are back to back in the correct order. You can watch the whole thing. It's probably like thirty something minutes, mm-hmm. um, and they're just they're really good. Um, and if you watch that you'll understand why i want to see a movie from
1: that time period yeah because <laughs> I mean, they're you know. just like i said i mean the, the or like you said the the sith are very different at that time um the jedi obviously are very different at the time i mean there's just so much that they can build on yeah with all of that um and but i mean i guess the other thing is is like it does disney can still consider that stuff canon no it, it was and that's that's Which kind of a bad thing. It's it's not, but I mean, but it it kind of is too, because they might not want to use any of it because of that.
0: Well, I mean, realistically, the Old Republic MMO is still active. Yeah. So I can't see them canning. I mean, I can see them canning the expanded universe where you've sold some books. Mm. We're talking about one of the most, probably the, older, the Old Knights of the Old Republic is probably one of the most selling Star Wars games to ever exist. Mm-hmm. I can't see them just saying, yeah, it's dumb yeah never mind yeah i I mean mean, i I would hope not think how many people they like honestly if they did that and they didn't give me a damn good replacement like i would be hard pressed to still support the franchise Hmm. because i mean that's that's a like that's a core that's been a core of my fandom no i hear you i mean and it's not
1: just like i said it's not just a book right i mean i was gonna say it, it probably is a lot easier to just say books are not in because unfortunately People most don't of read us books. don't read books yeah no. I mean that's
0: the that's the sad truth right so I understand when people say I really loved all these novels and I'm upset that they're not there I don't really support what they're doing yeah okay I get it but I think if we look at the the fan base as a whole more of them proportionally have probably played and love those games yeah and love that story in that universe than have read the expanded universe books mm-hmm. and you know and love that and want that right so I, I just think at a certain point you kind of have to please your fans mm-hmm um and give them what they want and you can't constantly just say no we're doing this instead yeah um because you're just gonna you know i've spent i mean literally whenever that game came out i mean i've spent years playing that game and and loving that story and those characters and and all that kind of that that time period take different characters i'm fine with that but Mm -hmm. the premise needs to stay the same yeah absolutely um so but yes that was so that little tangents after the fan theory
1: but um yeah, they were still Star Wars related, at least. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so, what was uh, what was one of the, the last thing we want to talk about? Um, worst video game you've ever played. Worst video game we've ever gotcha. Well, that's a hard one, um, and I say that because these days I don't really play bad games. Yeah. I don't really play games much in general, mm-hmm. so um, the games that I do play typically are brought to me by somebody else, where they'll say, hey, you gotta play this. You know, I've been playing it, it's awesome, or I'll see a review, or I'll see a video or something. So there's almost someone doing the quality checking before me before I even touch a game yeah. most of the time. I'm not just, oh, this came out, let's go buy it, and then
1: it sucks. Yeah, and re- game reviews tend to be fairly honest. Um you know, I mean, there's going to be some out there that might say that it's like a you know a nine. That really, it's more like an eight or something like that. But, but that's
0: ballpark. Yeah,
1: I'm okay. I mean, it's that. like, but there's usually not a game that somebody says is a nine or a ten. That's a four, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, unfortunately, movies they'll do that with. But it seems like video games, they're they're the reviewers are held to at least a somewhat higher standard. At least the ones that are the most common, like IGN and you know. um, I can't even think of any other ones right now. GameSpot. Yeah. You know, a lot of those guys, you know, I'm not going to say that you're going to agree with every single thing that they say, but they're pretty if they say that a game sucks, it probably sucks. I mean, let's be honest with like if they say a game is a six, I'm probably never going to play it. And and I'm probably not missing out on anything by not playing it. No, not at all. Um, And so with that being said, it's like you said, it's hard to find modern games that you're just going to pick up and play and suck you know you don't there's no longer you go into blockbuster and you look at the back of a video game and say oh this looks cool and then you take it home and it's like holy crap this game sucks you know there's just no more of that so Really, we're talking about classic games that we hated as kids. Okay. So <laughs> what, uh, what what's yours? So mine is the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on regular Nintendo, and okay, so we're really talking old. Yeah, now. so a lot of people are going to remember this by the cover, where I'm sure a lot of kids were confused um, that all of the Ninja Turtles had red headbands on. Mm. Um, so that's the original Ninja Turtles um the comic book they all had red headbands um it, it wasn't a tv yeah, show that it, they it wasn't until I, I think it was the tv show where they became individualized with the different colors um and obviously that's going to just make it easier um for the artists to depict each character in a different way because i mean they pretty much looked the exact same except for they had a different color the only one that i would say Looking back was slightly different on the cartoon um was Michelangelo. Like he had he He had a slightly different face. Was he kind of wider? Yeah, he just he just kind of had like a funnier looking face. And then Donatello was a slightly darker green. Um but other than that, I think that they were all pretty much the same. Anyway, going back to the video game, that game was fucking impossible. And anybody that tells me that they beat that game. Like, you're a cheater. Like, you use the game genie, okay? That's the only way that I believe that you as a kid, (laughs) like, even an adult, beat that game. Like, that game was awful. And I played that game so many times because I'm like, there's got to be a way that I can finally beat this game. And it's... (sighs) And it's not a horribly horrible game until you just hit these points where you just cannot beat the game. Um, I eventually got past one of them, and then you just immediately get to another spot where stuff just kills you out of nowhere. (laughs) And, you know, it's 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 from that era where you only got like three or four lives unless you kind of get some extra lives during the game. So you know, there is a ceiling to how far you can, you can realistically get unless you're just a god at these games. Um, and they're just the, the mechanics of the game weren't that good. Um, I, you know, I, I only played it as a kid multiple times cause it was the Ninja Turtles and I felt like maybe there was a chance of me getting through, but you get to this level and I know most people are going to remember this that have played the game. But you you go underwater, and I hate water levels in video games period. anyway, <laughs> but you're like swimming through this water, and there's this like electrified like seaweed or something. It's like this, it's this crazy seaweed stuff, and you have to swim through it, and if you touch it, I, I don't remember if it automatically killed you or just did a bunch of damage to you, but it was also timed. So you had to like swim through this thing, dodge all of these like electrified seaweed things. And you had you only had so much time before the whole stage blows up and you just lose. Now, I remember I do specifically remember getting through the stage one time and then you get to this point where you're like bat. You're on this weird like overhead view of the game. Um, like most of the game was like a side scrolling thing. But like there was a point where you, you were is an overhead view and I you like crawl out of a sewer. Kay. And this steamroller just comes out of nowhere and runs me over and i was just like <laughs> i'm done i was just like fuck this game i never played that game again like i was so mad i'm i, I worked so hard to get through that thing and this damn steamroller just comes and runs me over and it's game over and i'm just they like you're just bad at it I mean, maybe I was. But, I don't know, probably but, not. I, but I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that nobody else has beat this game. And if you have, um, yeah, I'll call you a liar to your face. That game <laughs> it was so <laughs> so fucking hard, and it wasn't even hard like like a Dark Souls where like it's just hard until you get good. That game was just hard for no reason. Like, well, and at that point, games weren't very complicated, so right. they were almost
0: broken. Yeah, like like if it was hard, like what do you do? Like, you know, there's no, there's no real strategy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about jumping, moving, maybe an attack, like something like There wasn't complicated strategies. I mean, there were only, I mean, think about Mario. What did you do? You ran right and jumped over shit. Yeah. That's literally the game. Mm -hmm. So at that point, how, you know, what, what do you, how are you good or bad at? Like, there's not a whole lot I can do.
1: The runner up. Okay. Is the original Battletoads. I've never played that. And Again, these are it's sad combos. because that game is really fun, but you can only get to like the second or third level, and then you get to this level where it's you're on this little speeder, and you have to jump over these little barriers, and there's there's other stuff that's kind of going on, but you have to dodge a bunch of shit, and it's not the same every time, so you can't just memorize like the it. pattern, yeah, and it's just ridiculous, like. It it, ke- it starts getting faster as you go along, or the barriers pop up faster, or something like that, and you just can't dodge them in time, and so you just you just keep dying. Like that is one that I never ever 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 got past because it was just. It was just ridiculous. It was just a complete barrier to ever getting to play the rest of the game. But the game was super fun before that. Like it made me so mad. I loved the first like I think it was like the first two levels of the game were so fun. Um you're doing these crazy <laughs> ass things like I mean just the 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 animations and stuff like that that these battle toads did were just so cool. Um and then you just hit this wall that literally many 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 times and people have probably beat that i mean i'm not gonna say it's not as bad as ninja turtles um like i believe that people have probably beat that battle toads but you probably hated yourself by the end of it because they're i'm sure I, I believe that there were multiple levels that were like that too so it was like even if you got past that level like there was another one coming along that was just gonna piss you off again yeah now, don't quote me on that one but i'm pretty sure that i remember it being like that and yeah that I just don't understand why they made games like that. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think it, you were
0: still ex- like video games were were not as popular. And I think um, you were still trying to explore like what makes a good game. Yeah. And finding a mix of challenging and fun. Um, and now I think they've pretty much got that formula down. I mean, I, I haven't picked up a game in recent years where I've just been like, fuck, this is too hard. Right. Like very, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's always hard enough to where I feel Like, I'm not just breezing through it. Yeah. It requires thought and strategy. Um, But yeah, there hasn't been anything I've picked up probably in the last 10 years where I'm just like, this is dumb. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. Um, And and, I don't know. Um, It's hard for me to remember. It's funny because you're telling these stories about just like getting to certain points in games, never been able to get through them, and just saying, Dap, screw it. And I know that I've done that, but I cannot for the life of me remember what games they were. And I think I've just probably blocked them from, like, my memory. Like, this is dumb. I'm never... The scar has just completely covered it, that you can never see that wound again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But just off the top of my head, some of the the games um, that I've played that are very bad, not necessarily because they were, like, hard, but um, just because they were not good games. Mm -hmm. um, There was an episode one, a Star Wars episode one game for the PlayStation 1 that was just, like, a movie adaptation. It was, like, part... um, platformer with a
1: little bit of action stuff in it um and it was just real bad yeah i mean i just just thinking about a game like that it's, <laughs> it's uh, probably really yeah bad. yeah and it, it was one of those
0: things that obviously was just writing on like this is a pop this is gonna be a popular movie mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter what we make like we're gonna sell this game right and i think that really shows um but i mean it does that's not to say like a jedi power battles came out around the same time is that which is like a classic mm-hmm. really fun um star wars game um
1: rogue or not rogue one um rogue squadron that That was was a really before then i think that was before i think that was that was before i know it was on playstation i really enjoyed those games yeah
0: i've got it out there for n64 but uh yeah i mean those but yeah that episode one game was not good um the other one that I remember specifically, not, I mean, this was one of the ones I could never get through, but it never frustrated me. I think it was just because I was too young. But there was, we had a Sega CD, and there was a Jurassic Park game, which is not the Jurassic Park game for Sega. Mm-hmm. The It was like, you know, you were a little sprite jumping through the jungle. That was not this one. This one was like an adventure. Like, you would like, it was like, it was weird. You, you ever played the games Mist, Like, you oh, come yeah. up to a scene, and then you have to click around, and, mm-hmm. and it was like that, but with Jurassic Park. Okay. And I just remember, like, you could not figure the shit out. Like, they were. It was one of those things where they did not tell you what the hell you were supposed to be doing.
1: Right. Which in mist is the point. So was it like? Was it like scenes out of the the no, movie? No.
0: I, I mean, I I'm struggling to remember exactly what happened. But
1: um, was it, it like was, those really bad Sega CD games where it was like live action people? <laughs> those not, games,
0: It wasn't. Those games I don't think me. it was live action,
1: but it was yeah. sorta. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I, it's been so long since I played this. I just remember it being like, like, I just would go back and forth between like the same three or four scenes. Like, I didn't, they didn't tell me what I needed to do. There right. was no like, and I was just like, all right, well, okay, here's a Jeep. Here's a Triceratops that's sick. Neat. Like. Yeah, you're supposed
1: to drive the Jeep into the Triceratops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs>
0: um, I actually went back and, and uh, it was like maybe a couple months ago and I looked at that, like the review or like the guide or someone playing it. Mm-hmm. And it was they were supposed you were supposed to like open the jeep's door and and like somehow or like hit the horn or something and like find some some like some medical supply I don't know it was like there was no freaking way that's that you so would hard. just like I mean especially for a, like a kid yeah like no way I mean it's not like they were like look for medical supplies
1: duh, duh, duh. like I mean it was just like you know you got to go that way but yeah that's weird because like even in the movie it's not like they went and looked for medical supplies for no the, I don't they, think it, it was their like their a time. direct um yeah but I'm, I'm saying like if if it, at least in the movie like that happened like right, it would you make might sense. spark something to right like, oh well maybe, maybe i need medical supplies yeah yeah no but all they did in the
0: movie was look at its poop so right
1: <laughs> found them damn berries
0: yep uh <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah
0: I, you know i think it's gonna probably come back to me at some point, and i'm gonna have to look through some more lists of some old games and 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 whatnot but there are probably some real bad ones I'm trying to think, there are some. It's hard for me not to confuse nostalgia for quality, which is the other problem. Yeah, um, no, I understand that. There was a Toy Story game that I had a really hard time with, and I didn't like very much. That was PlayStation One, also. Hmm. There was a. Speaking of games that were just ridiculously difficult, there was a, a Gundam uh, fighting game called Gundam Battle Assault. And there were just some bosses. I was just. I'm really bad at fighting games, and that probably is not helping. Mm-hmm. But there were just some some ridiculous bosses in that game, and I finally beat the second one. I'm not sure if I beat the first one. I definitely only beat them on easy, but um, that was one of the ones I was
1: very close to just saying fuck. Did you ever play um, the uh, Power Rangers fighting game? Like, I actually, really liked that game. Maybe I had a PC game in like in the 90s on Windows 95. Yeah, it was like it was, it was like a, a game where um, you could. You know, you were like a zord or whatever, and oh, you, you no, fight I mean, you you fought against uh you know a big monster, a, some big monster or whatever, or, or other zords or whatever. It was like a Mortal Kombat like side. No, I never played that. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty fun. Game. I remember one that I did give up on. Now I could never
0: beat kid boo in the dragon ball z Budokai 2 game i never played any of those the third one was really good um the second one was better the first one was really simple and it
1: was okay mm-hmm. it was cool because it was dragon ball z second one got a little better but the third one was pretty good i've heard a lot of good things about that new dragon ball game that came yeah out, the yeah fighting game
0: i just don't really like the fighting game i'm bad about like i want to do certain moves mm-hmm. so i'm just like but and i'm putting myself in vulnerable positions to try and do the things and it just doesn't work yeah.
1: So I, I just, I'm bad at it. Yeah. I either button mash or I try and do stuff and get killed trying to do the cool stuff. I used to be pretty good at um, Marvel versus Capcom 2. That was like one of my, okay. that was like my jam back in the day. There was an um, arcade at a bowling alley. Oh, so you wasted a bunch of money. Yeah, I wasted a lot of money on that game, but it was one that was really (laughs) good at at that. And Energize, I don't remember. I think I've talked about Energize before. It was like a Final Fantasy fighting game, but it wasn't just Final Fantasy characters. But that was like who I played with the most on there. But that was Sephiroth. No, it was actually Red Thirteen that I used the most. Really? Yeah, he was. I was pretty good with Red (laughs) (laughs) Thirteen. But it was at CC's Pizza. I remember. Like, does that even exist anymore? There's some around like i remember last time uh i went on a long trip uh we went to Momocon earlier this year and on the way back we found a cc's pizza and stuff okay in there. <laughs> um so yeah speaking of uh well i guess not really speaking of
0: do we talk about it? we talk about Ball Z, so it's kind of on anime topic this is we're almost um we're, we're getting in close to the time here so um we'll kind of close it up but one of the things that uh you got me to watch recently is you we were talking about our favorite animes um not on the show but just outside of it and you'd mentioned something called Berserk.
1: Oh, I love Berserk.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> um which is a 90s anime. Um really it's a the complete story is in manga form, which um, is disappointing. What is disappointing? <laughs> it was not, you know, it's not something that was like Visualized and, and they made the show first, and then went back and made a manga. Um, but so I uh, started watching it. There are two different, well, there are three different things you can watch. There is the original 1997 animation, mm-hmm. which um, is
1: the best, of course.
0: Yeah, um, I would probably agree. Um, then
1: the, there are movies that were a little in the 2000s. Yeah, it was something like the Golden, was the Golden Egg or something. Golden like Age, Age. But that's so yeah, the, but those, those that's a story
0: arc from the the manga is what they're referring to. Yeah. With that. But but the movies basically tell the story of the, anim, the 1997 anime, the nineteen ninety seven anime, slightly differently, and the the animation's improved and stuff like that. Um, and then there is a new two thousand seventeen or two thousand sixteen whatever anime that is a completely different. It's almost like CG animated, um, different style. But that's a continuation of the storyline from the original
1: anime. Yeah. Um, so the first movie was called the egg of the king that's why
0: i'm like i'm like
1: what i'm like surely i didn't think it was the golden egg and then it's the golden age well the golden age is like i said that you probably just got confused because that's like the story arc yep
0: um but yeah man it's a it's a it's a really Interesting story, um, and I watched it kind of backwards. I started with the newer anime, mm-hmm. which is on—I think it's on Hulu or it's on Crunchyroll or something. It's on um, Funimation. Funimation. Okay, yeah. that's probably where I watched it. But I watched it on one of those apps. Um, so I—it was kind of interesting because we were when Chris and I were kind of on different pages when we were talking. and he was like, I was like, I was going to start watching Berserk, and I was like, it's on Funimation. And he's like, oh, okay. And then we're kind of talking, and I'm like, I'm not really following a lot of what's happening. Like, it's kind of like I'm I'm missing stuff. You know, when you watch a show and you're just like,
1: I don't yeah. have all the information. Yeah, and I hadn't seen it in so long. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm confused myself because, you know, you're kind of bringing up different things about it. And I'm like, do, do, I, remember, do I remember watching this, like this point? And like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... So, anyways,
0: I, I would probably recommend going back and watching them in chronological order if you haven't
1: watched it. Yeah, I think that's definitely the best way to watch um, it.
0: But not that I mean, I didn't lose much by watching it the way that I did. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was watching it, and I'm like, what's what going? on? There's some things where you're like, I get the, like in, encapsulated in the episodes, I understand. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that like, why? Who is this person? How are they related? What happened? Right. What's their history? Like, and
1: there's like some 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 uh, scenes where you know he kind of looks back. And you see these weird, like grotesque things that are kind of happening, and you're, and like, you're like, "Where did you're that like, come from? why is this? Ha- like, why does is he having these weird memories?" And you know, if you watch the first one, you'll you understand. The thing I'll tell you about Berserk, if you're listening, is it's not for the faint of heart. Like, it's it's kind of hardcore. Uh, yeah, sometimes. at least yeah, the the
0: towards the end of the the original anime. Yeah. And in the new anime, it is definitely
1: not for the faint of heart. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy shit that's going on. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of violence, which is what I love about it. Like it's just like I, there's something about anime. I'm not really big on like gratuitous violence in in like movies and I don't stuff think like the, that.
0: I don't really think the
1: violence in the original one is too too over the top. Yeah, I haven't like again, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm trying. What i there's the a lot things of things that I'm measuring. Yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah, there's a but, lot of but, blood and
0: but even in the new one, like I mean, he's straight cutting people in half. Yeah, which you don't really see that in the original one. You see him killing a bunch of people, right? But you don't see him like
1: chopping them in half and chopping right. their heads off and stuff. There's something about animes though that like I like that, but in other genres, well, because it's, it's, you're removed from reality at a certain yeah. degree because they're
0: drawing it. Yeah, that's I mean that's partially true. I mean, I yeah. don't want to see somebody's intestines in a movie, but like. Right. You draw somebody getting cut in half with a sword and there's a cartoon. It's like, all right, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, that's what it is anyways, is is not seeing it as a, it's a cartoon. So it's easier to swallow. But, but yeah, the story is, is phenomenal. Um, The main character is
1: awesome. Guts. Guts. I love him. His name is Guts, (laughs) which is kind of ridiculous, but. I mean, he's ridiculous from, from you know, from the very beginning. I mean, it's yeah. just like, this dude, I mean, he has the original Buster Sword, you know, Clouds original, Buster Sword. Yeah. I mean, it's this giant, I mean, it has to weigh like 150 pounds, you know what I'm saying? And he's just... He, it's he, not that
0: big in the original one. It's more like a, like the, what's the Claymore that I held? It's almost that size.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, like I said, I haven't watched the original But so it's still long. a big sword thinking, compared to everybody else's. Right. But, but... But then in the new anime he does have a buster. I mean yeah. it's it's a big fucking sword. Yeah. I mean so, he's you know he's he's just ridiculous. And and the thing with him is is that the more angry that he gets hence the name berserk the stronger that he gets. Like he just like he doesn't always you know he he doesn't always go full tilt from no. the beginning no and i think so the interesting thing is i was kind of
0: surprised because he's more like that in in the new anime yeah um he's more like that berserk character um but in the original one he's more just like a really talented soldier right where he's you know i mean at one point he kills 100 dudes by himself um but I, yeah the story i think gets a gets better as it goes on more because i like The, um, like the magical, mystical, demons part of it. Mm-hmm. you know it's cool to see some swordsman guy and they're fighting wars and it's like all right whatever it's cool but you know once it gets more complicated than that and, and you think there's supernatural stuff going on that's where it really piques my interest yeah. um and it kind of comes out of nowhere i mean really it's only the last couple episodes that are like that in, in the original anime where it's like mm-hmm. shit really hits the fan and you're like whoa what's happening you know yeah, what's where, going did, on? where did this come yeah <laughs> come where, from? Did, where did this come from <laughs> um and that makes more sense in the context of the manga i think and understanding the entire direction of the story that like yeah. it, but i guess the problem is you're looking at what the the anime content that's out there and it's not complete and if you so. look at what's out there it's disproportionately there's n- like not supernatural stuff and then like the two seasons of the new one and the last couple episodes of the original one there's all this crazy shit happening yeah and you're kind of like why is I spent 45 episodes watching stuff that
1: was normal pretty much right you know and then all of a sudden there's all this crazy shit going and on now but, demons are hunting him right and, yeah like, it's yeah. Just, yeah it's i don't even remember like when i first saw that but I, i've always i've always really enjoyed like that style of anime um you know have you ever seen ninja scroll uh uh-uh. uh that's another one that you okay. if you like that like i think you would like ninja scroll um it's kind of along the same lines there's not really as much like supernatural stuff but there's like ninjas that are kind of they're kind of supernatural like their their abilities are kind of kind of crazy um but it's another one that i really love um I'm trying to think helsing is a is really really popular with people that like berserk um it's about a uh, a vampire gosh i haven't seen that one i haven't seen i haven't seen this one since like the 90s Uh, but i think he's like a vampire and then he hunts other vampires that sounds familiar um vampire hunter d is another one where it's like he's a half vampire kind of dude and he hunts down vampires yeah um the original, well, maybe it's not original. I don't, I don't remember when the comic came out for Blade, but he's cool. I'm sorry, <laughs> Wesley Snipes disagrees, but yeah, yeah, of course he would because he, <laughs> he, he needs more money. Yeah, but uh, Vampire Hunter D is awesome. I wish that they would come out with a series for Vampire Hunter D. Currently, it's just two movies. Okay, but they're really good. I'll check um, it out. They're they're really worth watching. Um, the first one was from either the early 90s or late 80s um and it definitely looks like it but the story is really cool with that one and then the second one didn't come out in pro until probably like the 2000s okay um pretty big gap there yeah but. um well same thing with berserk right you have this stuff
0: like the original anime ended in 97 and you don't get the continuation of that until 10 years later right um but i mean i'm really hoping that they continue with that and we get more berserk content because i'm you, you know they kind of leave you hanging um at the end there on what's going on and i'm like i need more
1: what are you you're stopping before the story's over um and a- anime is really bad about that like there there's this you know there'll be this whole series of you know manga or whatever um and they just cut it short and, and i don't know if it's just not as money. popular yeah, over there. it just has to be money. Um, or what. But, yeah, it's really, it's really disappointing. I mean, it's, it, I assume it's a pretty big endeavor to, to, you know, produce an anime. Yeah, the second Vampire Hunter D is called Bloodlust. That came out in 2001. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the original was 85. Oh, shit. So, yeah. That's, that's like Gundam time. Yeah. yeah, that's old school stuff. Um, yeah, there's a lot from, like, the 80s and 90s that I love. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> there's looking on on google right now and it's similar movies and there's a bunch that i just love here wicked city um is just kind of a crate i don't even remember what all that's about it's like i think it's about these cops that are trying to stop these like supernatural things from happening um but it's it's pretty awesome ninja scrolls on here um and then it kind of goes into some wacky things like abraham lincoln vampire hunter which i actually really liked but (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so
0: anyways um just wanted to let everybody know that if you're looking for an anime, an older one, specifically one that's um, violent, I guess. So there's a lot of action. I don't I don't think it, it, it... The original one's not super violent until the... you don't think that... I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty, He's killed while like they're fighting, like, but they're not yeah. like... I mean, yeah, at the end, he, like, tears his arm off and shit. And you're like, all right, that's a little crazy,
1: but... yeah. Um, I mean, before it's they're just fighting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it just depends on what you consider. Like, I mean, there's a lot of fighting and stuff like that and a lot of blood, um, and that kind of stuff. So if that kind of stuff bothers you, yeah, you're not, not going to enjoy it. Also,
0: if, the, if you're, uh, this is the one thing I will warn about is if you're at all offended or upset by any kind of sexual violence, I think that's probably something you should watch out for because yeah. there's quite a bit, not quite a bit, but there are some parts that are a little intense. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing that, that I'll warn you about. Um, but other than that, it's cool. It's a, it's a it's a good storyline. Um, I like angels and
1: demons and badass. Another one that you fight might them. want to consider um, is Claymore. Have you ever well, watched that? No, I haven't. But it sounds um, like it's about a big sword. So well, it's about these uh, women that are called Claymores. And they are they have, like, this tiered hierarchy of, like, the strongest ones and whatnot. So, like, the number one Claymore is obviously the most powerful one. And they have different abilities and whatnot. But uh, they fight, like, demons and stuff like that. Oh, and cool. And it's kind of a, a story about them, their kind of rise and fall oh, cool. kind of thing. Check, um, I mean, I'm looking for new stuff to watch. So, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll watch an episode or two. And if it doesn't th- peak my interest. I don't know if that was on Funimation or not. I'll find it somewhere. somewhere yeah, I was going to say somewhere. And I watched it.
0: the original anime, guys. I watched it on YouTube. Right. So, I mean, it's not like it's hard to find. If I didn't you, you know, know, know that was on YouTube. Yeah,
1: I'll have to look it up on YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, it was just like the full... Yep. Huh. Just like somebody
1: uploaded all 25 or 50 episodes or whatever. So I think it's 25. That's interesting. Yep. Did you have to watch... Was it like in some, done in some weird way to nope. avoid copywriting Because I remember I tried to watch um, One Punch Man in English because it's on Netflix, but it's in freaking Japanese and they still haven't dubbed it and it pisses but me there off. There is a dub though, right? There is. I, like, why is that not... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It drives me insane. But, like, I watched, like, two episodes on YouTube that were dubbed, but they had, like, these weird, like, ways that they were trying to get around copyright. Like, it was, like, it was like clipped, like, really small, and there was, like, no. stuff going on in the background and stuff, and I am like, I can't watch this like this, so I ended up no, buying it Amazon. No, I mean, it, it, was, it was legit just, like, watching it. I mean, yeah. you know, the only thing
0: is, obviously, it's it's not in a widescreen format, mm-hmm. but whatever. You know, because the original one wasn't. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I had... There were some... There were two different versions of it. Like, one... Like, two different guys that had uploaded it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them, the audio sometimes was a little out of sync with, like, the
1: animation, but it wasn't enough to, like... Sometimes YouTube does that though. So it might it not even be a, it been might a not thing. Because sometimes it. I'll watch a video on YouTube and I'm like, Why does everybody look like they're like lip syncing The other thing <laughs> is I don't well, the other thing is I don't know how good the dub was. I mean yeah. you were talking about back in ninety seven. I mean I don't
0: right. it might maybe there's just a little bit of a delay. I mean mm-hmm. I don't know. But it wasn't enough regardless. It wasn't enough to deter me from it being Right. easy to watch but um so yeah that's all i have for this week um hopefully you guys enjoyed the show uh we're a little we're already past the event is well i'm not, this it's probably won't currently go out going on tomorrow right now, so. yeah that's right yeah we probably won't <laughs> upload this until sunday so um yeah we we had the event at uh, highway saloon last night thanks for everybody that came out um next week i don't know where we're at and uh we'll release another podcast before then yeah. so um you'll find out then um but we did want to release an episode this week and and give you guys weekly content so we appreciate you guys listening you got some
1: i was just gonna say i don't know if aaron wants us to well maybe i shouldn't talk about it but we um the con that we have coming up here in yeah uh, we'll we'll maybe
0: um we'll see what he wants us to do with that but okay just so you guys know we are working on some stuff with some conventions here locally in louisville um before we release anything we want to make sure we we know what's going on but um yeah, some exciting stuff is happening, and we're, we're getting some some good words. So we'll let you guys know as soon as we have that now down on our end. Um, but, yeah, until then, um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to share the podcast uh, post if you if you guys like it. Uh, comment if you guys like it, if you listen to My favorite thing is when somebody listens to the show and then comes back and um, and says, you know, comments on what we talked about. And we right. get to then have our discussions. I think Scott Payne brought something up, and I think we talked about that with Quake. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah that was awesome I appreciate it. I appreciate the input cuz we don't know everything and I'm yeah. sure some of you guys are more of experts on these things than we are so if you guys uh what's your favorite fan theories or your favorite action movies or um topics th- you
1: want us to talk about bad I mean, video games I mean yeah. comment I want to hear what you guys think too um yeah what is the worst video game that you gonna play played <laughs> yeah. I would like to know and how many of you agree with me that it was the age Ninja, yeah. Ninja Turtles? Cause. I think that might be before a lot of people's time,
0: but we'll see. Um, God, I'm but, not that old. I know. God. But yeah, so, and, and, and still with topics, you know, you guys can drop them in the Facebook post or email us at media at gmail.com. Or message either of us. Yeah, message either of us. That's fine, too. Um, we'll be at Cardinal on Monday playing Magic. If you guys want to come out, we're having really good turnouts. Yeah, some people um, that had never played magic showed up uh, and, this and beat past me Monday. with my own deck twice. So there you there go. It go. Uh, either means I'm bad at magic or I'm good at building decks. Or are good at teaching. I didn't teach. Zach, Zach Nevitt no. taught. So I no. also want to shout out to him. Thanks for, for doing that because. Um, he didn't have you know he's it's not his event and he doesn't have to take his time to teach people to, to play magic but we appreciate it um and that's just kind of the environment there cardinal is everyone want you know wants people to get into it whatnot so um but yeah we'll be there on monday um six to nine roughly um and i think that's all
1: yep
0: share subscribe rate and review do all that stuff we appreciate it guys thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week peace